Wild Talk Radio Network. But tonight, a challenge to celebrate the fallen suns on the Day of the Dead. A challenge to any of these souls brave enough to come face to face with my monsters. Yes, this is Broken Not Hardy. This is WWE superstar Drew McIntyre. This is undisputed future of WWE, Seth Rollins. Hi, this is Bree, and this is Nikki, and we're the Bella Twins, and you're listening to The Rack Radio Show. It's time to experience the award-winning The Rack. Face the fear? Forget that. I am the man without fear. I slay the dragons. I exercise the demons. I smash the zombies. I destroy all the monsters that's what i do around here with your host halloween is no fun if you don't get to scare people but i'm not one for giving up tonight somebody is getting scared lindsey ward these these are not costumes evil is very real and her producer sir rockin i was never allowed to dress up for halloween was told it was too sinful. Live on the Wild Talk Radio Network. All you have to do is boo, leave. We're here. Right here on wildtalkradio.com, brought to you by our friends over at MBG Films. Check them out at youtube.com slash MBG1211. And if you're listening to us over on rockradioshow.com, wildtalkradio.com, and directly on Twitch, thank you so much for tuning in. We greatly appreciate it. If you're on Twitch and you happen to have a Prime Gaming sub available, you can use it here for free for 30 days. All you have to do is hit the little purple button down at the bottom of the screen and you can subscribe for free. It is that simple. You can also subscribe the regular way, hang out and chat, listen to the archive, or follow the channel. We are happy to have you any way we can get you. I am your host, Lindsay Ward. Joining me, as always, is the ever faithful producer, slash co host, slash handyman, Sir Rockin'. It's the Halloween spectacular. <laughs> You can tweet us at WildTalkRadio, at MarkRadioShow, and at Lindsworth, on the WildTalkRadio.com, MarkRadioShow.com, or twitch.tv slash live and interact with us live. I mean, in theory, I think we're hearing Mod Smash, but shh, you don't actually hear the DMCA? What DMCA? I don't hear any DMCA. We're, in no. for, we're playing Fortnite right now, chat. Okay? That's what we're doing. We're playing Fortnite. Because you can buy this song in an emote form now in Fortnite Battle Royale, the Ultimate Battle Royale experience. Use creator code Rocksucker Lindsay Moore, hashtag Epic Partner. That's no joke, that actually is <laughs> The Monster Mash is in game. Just I, I'm kind of down for that. I may actually have to go in and buy it <laughs> hey. if, it's, if it's in the game. But I, I don't see the point because I have DMCA music turned off, so. Because of reasons, do the thing. Just use the codes. Thank you. Peace. Hi. Oh, God, that screen is disgusting. <laughs> God, that's so gross. I just flipped over the Twitch channel. Oh God, that's gross. What? Zombie. It's so nasty. Zombie Bray. Yes. You so gross looking. It's Zombie Bray. It's a spectacular. Let's go. Alright, as always, Jump of the News brought to you by our friends over at MBG Films, youtube.com slash MBG1211. Thankfully, we don't have um, 
too many huge stories. There's one we could kind of talk about if we really wanted to that's not on the sheet, but we may or may not. Depends on the story. The you-know-who's coming back? Nah. Okay. We'll wait on that. We'll wait on that. Anyway, so we're just going to run down the list because there is not a lot of news. There isn't. Um, So we have SmackDown will air on FS1 this Friday, tomorrow at 8 p.m. Eastern because World Series. Who's in the World Series, though? I don't know. Some schmucks from Philly. I mean, you know, the, the Philadelphia Phillies are... are, are I'm, I'm watching Fox. That's what I got tuned into, right? Fox? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fox. Uh-huh. Yeah. We're actually, we're actually watching SmackDown. Yeah. SmackDown's on FS1. It's Astros Phillies in the World Series on Fox. Go Phillies. <laughs> just, just so everybody's aware, they've already sent lube to Philly to, to lube up the light poles, just in case. They have. Fact, there is lube that, that is apparently coming to Philadelphia. Thank you to porn people. <laughs> I mean, on the upside, the, it, just a dab will do them. I just wonder, I just hope it's water-based in case it rains. Or no, oil-based in case it rains. I, I don't know what they're sending, nor do I want to huh? know what they're sending. <laughs> I just... I, it, it was one thing we greased them up, and now we're looping them up just in case, like... Well, the grease clearly didn't work. It didn't, no, it didn't. The grease did not work. Which anybody could have told you because they, okay, they put the grease on like two days before. Yeah, I know. And it was a joke and everyone's still climbing because it got washed off by the rain that we had for days. Yeah. Well, I mean, it gets washed off by rain and then also, you know, that stuff tends to harden. The, if it's exposed to air, so it's not going to be slick and do anything. So if it's exposed to air, especially cool air, it's not going to do anything. It's just going to be nasty. Somebody did not think this through. But speaking of the Astros, yes, at least I think they used to be there many, 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 many moons ago. They're not there now. Uh, Montreal. Not even close. Not even close. Wait, where were the Astros? No, who were who was Montreal? Expo, expos. They were the Expos. Thank you. <laughs> I'm like, where, where is she going with this one? Or it's like I remember nothing. they used to have a baseball team. They did. And they, did. And they got sold. To Washington. Washington is the former Expos. What team is in Washington? Nationals. <gasps> oh. The ones in our division. Yes. Okay. I'm sorry. I I don't watch a lot of baseball. You can tell. <laughs> anyway, Montreal is hosting the Elimination Chamber next year. <laughs> This February coming to Montreal will be the Elimination Chamber. Uh, February twenty first, twenty third, somewhere around there, will be will be the um, event. Um, yeah. Wait, when did Oklahoma City get a baseball team? They don't have a baseball team. That's basketball. Oh, that's basketball. Don't confuse her with sports. You're you're you're, you're jumping too many subjects for her. Wait, why? Wait, no offense to Oklahoma City, but why is there a basketball team in Oklahoma City? Because they had to relocate there for team. They had they relocated there and then they stayed there. But why? Because the, the Oklahoma City was good for a while. Okay. It just don't worry about it. Anyway, Carl Anderson uh, and New Japan are kind of an interesting little um, debacle. So Carl Anderson is a holder of one of the New Japan titles. He was supposed to defend it. Yes. Shortly. I, I, and has, I, I has the statement if you would like it to me to read it. Let me finish. Let me finish. And well, Carl Anderson decided to resign with WWE. Yes. Still holding the New Japan title, which, according to rumor, he was assured that he would be able to defend the title, except now he might be going to Saudi Arabia. So, read the statement. Thank you for supporting New Japan Pro Wrestling. Early morning Japan time on October 20th, the never open champ, overweight, never open weight champion Carl Anderson posted a video on social media indicating that he would not be making his advertised commitment on November 5th in Osaka. New Japan Pro Wrestling has announced Anderson's match with he, he, Hikalu for the never open weight championship on October October 4th. Despite comments from Doc Gallows to the contrary in Anderson's video, the booking was made through appropriate channels and with Anderson's expressed approval. However, after the match's announcement, both Gallows and Anderson would appear on the October 10th edition of WWE's Monday Night Raw broadcast. This led to WWE announcing a match featuring both men for their Saudi Arabia event on November 5th in direct conflict with Anderson's prior commitment. New Japan Pro Wrestling has, for the past several days, attempted to negotiate with Anderson, but has not been met with a response. Should Anderson decide to renege on his scheduled championship 
match, he'll be required to vacate the Never Openweight Championship and return the title belt to New Japan Pro Wrestling immediately. New Japan Pro Wrestling holds its championships, but holds its champions to the highest standards and the professionalism and sincerely apologize to any fan disappointment or inconvenience caused by this matter end quote so interesting interesting little uh problem they have there yes i'm sure they'll work it out like i have little i have little doubt that they will figure it out or he'll be forced to relinquish the title he's gonna be forced to relinquish the title that's exactly what's gonna happen um which i'm sure they had already discussed and figured out i don't know if this i don't know i think he meant to to defend it and it just conflict of interest we'll see we'll see i mean i don't okay he's not doing it maliciously it's just literally what happened was saudi arabia came up and they're going with aj probably so yeah he can't be in two places at once yeah it's a six-man tag judgment day and the oc so it is what it is um but hopefully it all works out you know, nothing nothing but nice things and all the best. And I really don't like how my water bottle is shaking right now. If you fall over, I'm going to be very mad at you. Um, Moving on to AEW. Willow Nightingale has officially signed with the company, so congratulations to her. Yeah, she's been working for a while now. They they officially signed her. I, I don't... Yeah, it's, the way they sign people is just weird. But yeah, congrats. And now we do the Blame Brents. Ooh, Blame Brents time. Yay! Bones breaking, backs cracking, shoulders snapping. It's this week's Injury Roundup. So, as confirmed on Monday Night Raw, thank you Johnny Gargano, Tommaso Ciampa is out with a hip injury. Hashtag blame Brent. He had hip labrum surgery, is that right? Yeah, and it was, according to his, his wife, it wasn't good. Like the the what the labrum was torn to shreds. So a speedy recovery to Tommaso Ciampa as he uh, moves forward. No determination on how long he will be out for. Mm-hmm. But get get well soon. We love you. And with that, the Bray Wyatt's throwdown. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to this week's SmackDown throwdown. Yes. Yes! 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 Okay, so we got more story. We got more information. Mr. Wyatt gave us another promo, and it was, in fact, Mr. Wyatt tonight, or last Friday. Uh, It was not a mix of Wyndham and Bray. It was bray the boy was there um so he talked a lot about his mental health and how he knows he has problems he's always had problems um he understands that he's done some bad things and he went away and he wanted to be left alone he didn't want us to find him he didn't want to come back but we we hunted him down we tracked him down we demanded he come back he came back and so he came back um And basically, from this point forward, he is not responsible for anything he does, that he's going to hurt people, um, and he's not sorry for it. Wink. And he's, wink, with a little smirk on his face that was just perfect. And the whole time he's cutting this promo, he's very calm, very even, very, very soft, almost flat tone. Like, the way that he did this was just beautiful. Um, And so we cut then, and he also had on his jacket, like pieces of art that i think were from the white rabbit chase which was a nice little touch or they tied to something i wasn't able to tell what pieces they were but they tied to something and then later in the show we get another qr code oh before that he also said he follows the circle yeah the circle will will he's he'll take the lead to the circle or something yeah. to that effect mm-hmm. um so we get another qr code that leads to bray wyatt's um mental health report yes that is mostly redacted except for a few items noting that basically he has trouble getting along with others trouble sharing he's manipulative what no no right no that basically he's a certified psychopath and that he refuses he refused to sign the document um but there was a phone number on there 
or there was something on there that led you to somewhere else. Was there? Was there, or did how did how did the Howdy promo happen? Because I don't remember how the Howdy promo happened. Howdy promo was on SmackDown. That's where the QR code popped in. It popped in through that. Ah, that's okay. where that's where it came from. Yes, because the Howdy promo that we're talking about is that we got another Bray Wyatt promo with the devil face and all the all the things, and and then it cuts to a man in a barbed black barbed wire hat with a mustache, and he just goes Howdy. Howdy. And it cuts away. So, and uh, whoever this person was, we don't know who it is, did not get a good look at him. He's wearing very heavy prosthetics. Very, very, very heavy makeup and prosthetics. Like, you could tell Mm -hmm. it was either a puppet or it was somebody in makeup. Um, But, yeah, so it's, we're getting a tease of the new characters and what's kind of going on and where we're sort of going bray is teasing another monstrous persona he's teasing destruction and death all good things from him Mm -hmm. and yeah we're gonna see where this goes again i would like to plead to the internet everybody please just calm down and enjoy the ride stop trying to spoil it stop trying to figure out what's going on just 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 enjoy the ride just let it go and see where he takes you he's telling a story he is in fact telling a story yes we're only the second chapter in let's just let let Let's just see where he takes us. Go for the magical ride that is Barry Wyatt. Promise you won't be disappointed. And with that, I say we take a break. So when we come back, we will be doing Shh. Tweet of the Week Shh. and... Chat, Shh. Shh. You don't hear nothing. Shh. Time is fleeting. Well, our break is fleeting. <laughs> Appropriate for Bray Wyatt. Um, anyway, so we will be doing Tweet of the Week and discussing NXT Halloween, Halloween Havoc, which was this past Tuesday, on TV, so you don't want to miss that. You're listening to The Rack right here on WallTalkRadio.com, and we will be right back. Doing the time Are you following us on twitch.tv slash WTR live? Do you have Amazon Prime? If so, you can link it to your Twitch account and subscribe to our Twitch channel for free with Twitch Prime. It's the easiest way to help support us for free. What is the greatest of all time? Saturday nights. We decide from sports, video games movies and even the x-rated you help us decide what is the greatest of all time it is the greater than great debate a part of your saturday night event cb radio saturday night midnight is houston on the Wild Talk Radio Network. Every Monday night, once Monday Night Raw ends, the Raw Post Show goes live. You want to hear a story? Give me a hell yeah! Join Lindsay and Sir Rockin' as they give their opinions on what they liked. What? What they didn't like. What? And what left them completely confused. What? It's the Raw Post Show. What? Monday nights. What? 11 p.m. Eastern. What? Live on the Wild Talk Radio Network. And that's the bottom line. Go, 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 Simpson. Like what you hear? Subscribe to The Rack on Apple Podcasts. Just search for The Rack Radio Show. And while you're there, leave us a review and tell us your thoughts on your favorite show on a Thursday night. Did you know you can use Creator Code Rock and sock in the Fortnite item shop? That's R. O C K N S O C K in the Fortnite item shop. Hashtag ad because we are a hashtag epic partner.
Yes, this is Broken Not Hardy, and you are listening to The Rock Radio Show. Please tune in every day you get. I find it absolutely wonderful. Radio.com, brought to you by friends over at MBG Films. Check them out at youtube.com slash MBG1211. And if you're listening to us over on rockradioshow.com, walltalkradio.com, or directly on Twitch, thank you so much for tuning in. We greatly appreciate it. You're on Twitch and you happen to have a Prime Gaming sub available, you can use it here for free for 30 days. All you have to do is hit the little purple button down at the bottom of the screen and you can subscribe for free. It is that simple. And with that, Twitter <laughs> To be the kind of person spending time on my space Until the spammers ended up taking over my place And I was so bitter Until I found Twitter Ooh, a place where you can go ahead and write what you feel it. 140 characters or less is what you're giving My addiction starts to climb I go to refresh my timeline Cause I won't stop tweeting no more, no more. It cannot wait. I'm sure. Anyway, tweet week. Tweet of the week. Ratana, a ghost dating pri- profile must say, looking for my boo. Wow, that. <laughs> okay. Corey Yee. I may be a spirit, but I ain't gonna ghost you. You're making me hurt inside. (laughs) Rachel Stott. Doctor Strange's assistant is an elevator. Wong on so many levels. Okay. That's all I have. Those made me hurt. Your point? Andy Agar, at least Giselle doesn't have to worry about Tom hitting on other women. He clearly forgot how to score. Oh! Caleb Braxton, bold statement coming your way. I've only been in a few men's bathrooms for special occasions, but I think my assessment is fair. Women's bathrooms are far more disgusting. I I, I would concur with that. Especially public women's restrooms. Carriage JD. To my beautiful girlfriend, Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2 launches tomorrow. You will not see me. You will not hear from me. I will be playing until my hands are all. I'm sorry for what I'm about to do. Sending my love. She replies, I'm going to be on a safari in Africa. Have fun with your little game, babe. And he replied with a gif of him basically, you know, crying. L plus ratio. Tweet of the week. All right, so let's talk about Halloween Havoc, which aired this past Tuesday. Past Saturday. Or Saturday, excuse me, it was on Saturday, my bad. Saturday on the network. And the on pe- the network. And the Peacocks. And the Peacocks. I thought it was Tuesday. Nope, that my was bad. regular networks. <laughs> okay, so let's just talk about this show. This was not my favorite thing I've watched, and granted, um... I, as I admitted in the preview, I have not watched NXT for quite some time. Um, I did watch it before our preview just to get an idea of kind of what's going on. I did watch this show. It was a little hard to kind of get through. I didn't watch it live. I instead waited so I could watch it on demand because I liked pausing it up and walk around. Um, so there was a lot of pausing and there was a lot of walking around. And so... I just, I had a hard time getting into the show. It's not to say it was bad. I just had a hard time getting into it. Um, Because there were just some decisions and some things done that I just, I didn't, I didn't exactly enjoy. Mm -hmm. Shotzi looked good. Shotzi was fun. Shotzi was fun. Beetlejuice vibes were on point. And the the Frankenstein vibes that were on point when she came out and she had like the axle grinder. Mm -hmm. 
So, you know, that was good. And they had Quincy Elliott with her. Yeah, it's fine. They set up something for Tuesday. It's fine. Yeah. So that was good. Uh, but the show opened with Wes Lee taking on Carmelo Hayes with Trick Williams, Oro Mensah, Von Wagner with Mr. Stone, and Nathan Frazier for the vacant NXT North American Championship. This was a long, long match. It was 19 minutes. I, I feel like this honestly could have been a little shorter. The, That's just me. Like, this went on for a while. The match was fine. Wesley is, is the new champion. Med, made you then see Sean's hairline and on, 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 the, on the socials, which makes you a little sad inside. Um, <laughs> he says he's, going, he's, he's bald because of all the bad things he's done, so, you know, there it is. Just in terms of ladder matches, I hope, and we... With the new regimes, we kind of cut back on these multi-man matches, or multi-man ladder matches, until they're absolutely needed and not convoluted how we got here on this one, because you vacated a belt which didn't need to be vacated. I understand you wanted something big for the show, but it feels like every go-around, every six months, we get a multi-man ladder match in NXT, and it's just like, kind of over it. Saying they're bad, I just, I'm over the idea of the ladder match and i'm someone who really enjoys the ladder match it's just we're running out of safe spots for people to do and the more and more they get creative with them the more and more dangerous they can actually become i think we've gone as far as we can with the ladder for like between every promotion we've kind of got you know got it got it we've gotten to the point where the ladder match has just evolved into Spot fest, spot fest, spot fest, and the story element of the ladder match isn't there as it once was way back in the day, and it's it's it's, it's not anything new. It's just sort of becoming more and more a thing lately. Is Sean completely in, in complete control of the creative next? Yes, yeah. It's he's the. I mean, there's writers and stuff, and but he has the final say so in the product. It's it, like he he give he's the hunter of NXT now, like. There's no working with the, you know, the the top, the, the you know, Hunter. I mean, Hunter, he probably talks to Hunter, and they kind of go back and forth. But it's Sean's vision. It's people, Sean's, it's Sean's producing the show. They're like, they've brought in other people to help. But, it's, you know, again, it, it's, it, you have to see where it's going, because with him in control, it's now, you were running under two different directives. Like, he's, he's even talked about it. Like, there was a directive of what they had to accomplish. Now... We'll see what he can accomplish. Like, like there's still certain elements they got to do just to make things TV interesting and such. Oh, ladder matches. I don't know. It just it was hard for me to fully get invested in it. I don't know. Glad for the Wesley to win. He had a shit outcome with his partner and everything last year. So him having success that that's good. I mean, I definitely appreciate the fact that they are doing something with him because, yeah, he did get kind of get the raw end of the deal when his partner got fired, and because they were in the, he was in a successful tag team, they were doing well, and then all of a sudden his partner gets gets fired, and it's like, what do you do? What happens? And they sort of left him in limbo for a long while. So it's wonderful to see that they put the title on Wesley. I think it's entirely well deserved. This was a good outcome, and this was a good match. It's just to me, it was a little long. Um, and you kind of had a group of people that weren't as familiar with ladder matches at least from what i could tell so it was it didn't have that little extra oomph to it like carmelo and west knew what they were doing but you had aura mensov on wagner and nathan frazier in there and they're newer at wrestling and so you have wesley and carmelo trying to carry and they couldn't carry the whole match like it just it it was just missing something like you had a couple insane spots like you had a couple table spots that were good you know, drops onto the ladder, that kind of thing that were, that made it exciting. But ultimately it was like, this could have been a lot shorter and still had a better impact. Yeah. Um, also, can we get Von Wagner better gear? <laughs> like the gray on gray just does not help. I know he's going for the Gur arg. I'm a serious heel guy, but it just doesn't help. He needs something flashier. Just, he just needs something. Please. He needs something, all right. Uh, up next, we had Apollo Crews with Grayson Waller, and they had the spin the wheel, make a deal, a casket match. I had massive issues with this. I don't like it. Oh, many issues. I hated everything about it. Like, the mat the wrestling was fine. The wrestling was fine. Where my issues lie with it is really the presentation of it, because you started out, and, like, you... 
you can tell there wasn't a huge budget for this show <laughs> because they and okay, full respect to the props department. Full respect because they built two coffins for this. Yes. They had a smaller one and then they had the actual one. Um but they basically built two coffins that looked kind of cheap. I'm not going to lie. Like the second one was nicer than the first one because the first one was just meant to be broken, which is what happened. Like Grayson got, or um, Apollo got dropped in it and Grayson's like, what do I do? What do I do? He's panicking because you could tell it was just made to be broken. Um, And then they brought out the actual coffin and then, you know, it was fine. But like, so I, I understand why they did what they did with the spot, but it's like for a casket match, you're used to an actual casket, right? Like for years, with Taker, because this is the first post-Taker casket match, isn't it? This is the first one without, like, where he's not in the company as an active performer. So, like, th- there's an expectation of what we're going to see, and it just, it wasn't there. It was, too ho- um, it was too hokey for what it was supposed to be. The man's right. The, the Drew presentation wasn't needed. Well, it was needed in the beginning. Like, but- I liked, okay, I liked that they did it in the beginning, that you had the whole big blue of them bringing it out with the Druids. And you put it out, like, okay, all right, it's Halloween. That's great, right? But then the coffin gets broken, and Grayson's, like, freaking out, right? Like, he won. He thought he won because he put him in the casket. I was like, yeah, he should have won. He should have won. Even though it's technically you put your opponent in the casket and close the lid. Well, he went through the lid, so there's nothing I can do, but he's in the casket. You know, it's satisfied. But they were like, no, 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 that doesn't count. And then the lights go out. Yeah, that's where it, it... All fell off. Yeah, and that's where the huge problem with it is, because the lights went out, and I understand that Apollo was in a casket, and he had to get out of it, and he had to get off the platform, and there was just only so much they can do. And this is where using a real casket helps, because they have all kinds of fuckery that they can do with those, that they have done with those, that they have, like, the bottoms cut out so Taker could fall through, and the trap doors, and all the things, right? Like, they have all that, but they didn't use it. Um, so you have the lights go out and the lights were out for, I want to say almost a minute. Like it was like, it was a long, long time that the lights were out and you're just sitting there like, what's going on? What the hell? And then the lights come back up and Apollo's up on the rampway and the druids start coming back out and they start the whole thing of bringing the casket back out. And while it was a really cool idea and concept, it just didn't work in reality. Because it brought the match to a complete standstill, and you're like, wait, what? So there was a backup coffin? Like, clearly there was a backup coffin, because this one had pillows. Mm, yeah. Like, red silk pillows, and red crushed velvet, and, like, this was the actual coffin that they used, which was based off of the original coffin that Taker used in the first cas- casket match, but it was nicer. Um, And it was made of wood. So Real wood. Real wood, not fake wood. Not fake wood. Um, Which I think the first one Taker technically used was real wood that's what i'm saying it was real wood but um not this this was this was it was like plywood yeah it was, i'm talking about like real wood like pine and stuff yeah anyway. this was this was it might have been pine at one point but yeah like this this match just i had a lot of issues with it like this was another one that i kind of felt like it went a little too long it, got ho- where, it was just hokey yeah where they were like jostling back and forth trying to get it closed but there was there wasn't the normal smoothness that you expect. I don't know. It just, it didn't, it didn't do much for me. Like they both, they both did fine, but it just, there wasn't the chemistry there for me. No, And it just it, it, was it a little lacking. It, it was, it wasn't good. Not, not any fault. It just, it was bad creative. Yeah. It just, it didn't, it didn't do for me what it was going to do. I did like, however, um, Grayson's little taker thing where he did the tongue and the the slash across the throat and then the um reverse tombstone into the knees that was a cool spot that was that was a very clever finish that's how apollo picked with the win but yeah beyond that it was just i don't know it just didn't didn't did not ring my bell what did ring my bell though was roxanne perez taking on cora jade and a spin the wheel make the deal wild or weapons wild match this was really good this was fantastic. I this was, really enjoyed it. It was, might be my match of the night. Yeah, I was going to say, this This was probably the best match on the card. I mean, it was really, really, really good. They got up in each other's faces. 
They used the weapons. We had a spot going off the bird's nest into a table. It was a little weird. <laughs> it was a little weird, but it worked. It was like it. It was weird, but yeah, they 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 went for it. They taught with the used the skateboard from the history with the skateboard. They used the kendo stick bat thing she carries. It just everything played. It played the right notes. It told the right story. They did their job, and they went out there and entertained. And you can tell that both women are very comfortable in the ring, and and mm-hmm. it showed. Like Roxanne used to work for Ring of Honor, and she's had some you know experience and whatnot. And and Cora's kind of figuring things out, and she's you could see, tell every time she gets in the ring, she's more and more comfortable. And you watch the two girls and go, okay, you see it. You see it, and you can see them doing the same match on Raw and SmackDown. You can see this do on a on a premium live event, and they they would be comfortable doing it. And that's the one thing you haven't seen. You see a lot of the girls in NXT. You don't see them comfortable doing that match. These girls are, and I think that bodes well for their future, especially going up to the main roster that they can work this match. Like Toxic Attraction, the other act that I, I, they're very comfortable in would be able to work this match. Like, give them time, give them something to do, they'd be able to work it. Other girls on, on the NXT roster have to grow into that. But these girls are growing, growing leaps and bounds every time they get in the ring. And I like that even the over Sean dramatics at the end, where I was your best friend, you were never my friend, I was your best friend, all that, you know, all that stuff, even was well done. So they were able to get, they were given directive, here's, here's how you get the finish. And yeah, I thought this was. If NXT's developmental, they shine in class. Yeah, they they looked really really good in this, and I'm I'm down for more. I'm down for more. You you got something there in them, which is wonderful to see because it's kind of like we talked about it in the preview that NXT is kind of lacking a little bit of star power, especially with the potential of Mandy Rose and um, Toxic Attraction being sent up. So. You have good replacements in Roxanne Perez and Cora J that you've been building. So when Mandy goes, somebody can take her place. And if, even if they go, then the NXT will be fine. But like, because I think they should be up with it. Honestly, I put both in the rumble and see where you go. Maybe because we'll I, th- I think they've. I think both of these girls have earned their chance to be in in the rumble this year. I'm not disagreeing. I think that would be good. Like, they have to backfill with something. So, yeah, I can see actually a lot of the NXT girls being in the Rumble. And Nikita Lyons and um, some of the other ones. Yeah. So, yeah. It's it's going to be an interesting Rumble this year. Especially since this will be Hunter's first Rumble. It's Hunter's first Rumble. And it's just... You can tell, the, like, what... You can see what they have in, in talent. And those are two talented girls. And Cora got the win. She mentioned that. Um, yeah. Yeah, I thought this was the most enjoyable thing on the show. Uh, next, in an ambulance match, which it wasn't bad. I, I will fully admit it wasn't no, bad. No, I like this. I like this match. I thought this was good. I thought they did well. Uh, Julius Creed took on Damian Kemp, where if Julius lost, Brutus Creed would have to leave NXT. Um, so there was a little bit of stakes. I like that they did the history on the Diamond Mine before the match, that they talked about it. They talked about how this sort of all came to fruition. With Damon betraying the um, Diamond Mine and Julius trying to defend the family honor. Um, I thought this was a good match. It had an appropriate level of brutality. We used the ambulance quite a bit in this. Which was um, which was good. They These guys can throw each other around too, which was big hosses chucking around with suplexes. I like that. Mm-hmm. I agree with that. It was good. Um, and in the end, Julius Creed defeats Damon Kemp. So Brutus Creed gets to stay in NXT. Yeah, I thought like they did everything. This was a good match. I thought it was physical enough. They they kept it personal enough. As you said, they used the ambulance enough. They like everything wrong with the first the the, the um casket match. The exact opposite here. It was not supernatural. It was the right amount of physicality. It was enough brutality. Only thing I hate it. I'll tell you this. I don't like the fans staying there cheering at the ambulance. I don't like that. It looks dumb. It looks stupid. Why are fans standing backstage cheering? I I didn't get that. Yeah, that was a little weird. I get you. I get you want the sound and noise. Oh my god, they're getting to the ambulance. But why are the fans? St- why are they watching the in-ring match? Why are they standing by the ambulance? It, that was the part I disliked. I understand it, but it, it, we, we can scrap that from plans. You don't need that that noise. Yeah, it was just a little weird. Uh, and going back to the casket match, 
the casket matches only work if you have somebody supernatural to explain the supernatural elements. Like, I think they're trying to do something with Apollo and supernatural qualities, but it it was really best for people like Taker and Raven and Kane and um There are other situations. Even Bray and you know, a couple of you know, a couple others. People in the Ministry of Darkness, that kind of thing. Like, people that were established with a supernatural gimmick, it works. When you have two people who are not necessarily known for a supernatural gimmick, it doesn't work as well. This, you don't have to worry about it as much. It's it's completely appropriate. I liked I liked also that they showed the ambulance driving off. I'm going to save the, the women's match for the end, just FYI. Because yeah. um, I have a lot of um, things to talk about there. So, in your main event... You had Braun Breaker defending his title against Ilya Dragunov and J.D. McDonough. I have no idea what they're doing with J.D. McDonough, and I'm not sure I like it. Um, It was for the NFC Championship. This was a good match. I mean, I enjoyed it. I felt like it was really long, though. It's 23 minutes, which normally a 23 championship match wouldn't be that bad, but it just... It didn't have flow to me, if that makes sense. Like, it was just okay. Match was fine. Ah. I see concerns going forward, but yeah, it was fine. I want to see the next evolution of Braun Breaker. Um, him breaking things on the entrance is kind of get a little old. Um, I want to, I want to see growth there from him as a character. I think I think the UK guys are in trouble. If they stay in NXT, they're fine. But the goal is not to. I I, I see some issues there. Not from a wrestling talent standpoint. They're both excellent wrestlers. I just, it's gonna, it's gonna be hit or miss for them on the main roster. I, so maybe they're not meant for that. I don't know. I think know. if you put either of them with the right people to start, you'll be okay. But like I said, with JD McDonough, I'm just not sure what they're doing there. And that's because in part, I haven't watched the product enough to know what they're doing. Like he's being possessed by the devil or something like that. Is that what's going on? Um, Is it? So, I, 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 I just thought he's weird. I, I think he's getting, I think he's had too much Red Bull and, um, oh wait, no, no, it's not Red Bull. What is it? Oh, what's the alcoholic, um, thing that all the streamers were into for a while? The seltzers? Yeah, the seltzer. He's had too much seltzer and he's had too much sun and his brain is fried. Um, Dragonoff, Dragonoff has a quality to him. He kind of has a little bit of a presence to him. He's just, but, a, he's just a sadist. <laughs> he's just a sadist, which we all appreciate. Um, but I need to see more growth in Ilya as well, especially if he's going to go up to the main roster. Like he's a fantastic worker. All three men are good workers in this match. It it was a good match. It was enjoyable to watch. It was just really long. Um, but yeah, it. I want to see. It's almost. I want to see more. Bob Breaker's still your champion. Uh, we'll we'll see where that goes. I, so, I, I'll, before you continue. I just need to see, I need to see more growth from Braun and away from like he did the you know we did the thing with um Dollar Store Bray um shout out to Ava Rain for joining Schism the Rock's daughter which she doesn't want to be known as um Ava Rain her name is Ava Rain everybody not the Rock's daughter Ava Rain um but I want to see him I want to see where he grows in terms of okay now we have a personal matter to fight for like want to see where the growth comes from. I want to see him develop more. So, oh, dog bark, I'm going to beat your ass. Bark, bark, bark. Yeah, you want to see him get pushed a little bit. He's kind of in a comfortable spot right now, so you want to find an opponent for him that will sort of push him up to that next level. And honestly, I don't know if they have that for him in NXT. They could be, they could just be in kind of a holding pattern because it's the end of the year. So it's like, we just kind of have him do stuff until we can get him to the rumble because I have a funny feeling Braun will show up in the rumble and there are people there who can push him. So um, at some point, Braun Riker will go up to the main roster. We don't know when, but it's gotta be soon. Yeah, it's gonna be soon. And, and the more reps he gets in the next season, the better because he's not, this is his first year and a half in wrestling. He's not, he don't work indies. He hasn't been anywhere else. He's still, Every match he's in, he grows. And I, you see, I see what people see in him. There's potential there to be a star, to be a character that the audience can get behind, especially on the main roster because he has the look and the size and he can hang with a bunch of them. You just want to see more growth and, and see where he develops. And he's, he's shown it a little bit, but I, I want to see more. Yeah. All right. Oh, God. Let's talk about this. 
Mandy Rose taking on Alba Fire for the NXT Women's Championship. This was my biggest problem on the show. I have no idea why, and normally I'm a fan of this kind of stuff, but I have no idea why we had a 10-ish minute interlude where Mandy and crew roll up to a haunted house where Alba has zombies and monsters and all kinds of things. And she's chasing Gigi and um, the other one through the house. JC. And ca- JC and capturing them and knocking them out so she can kidnap Mandy. And, like, they basically tried to recapture the magic that was Cameron Grimes and Dexter Loomis. That's exactly what they tried to do. They did. Okay, I know that you, you have negatives, but can I give two positives? Sure. I thought J.C. James' acting was fantastic. I'm not going in there. Are you kidding me? I'm not going in there. Yeah, that was good. She's <laughs> like, like, we should leave. <laughs> we should leave. Like, like, and then it's like, she's like, you don't split up. In you have you seen a horror movie? You never split up. I, like she's I, she's was, pointing out all the things they shouldn't be doing, and, and Mandy and Gigi are just not listening to her. Oh, and also props to Gigi because she's like she's all in for this. She was all in for like ooh spooky stuff. Let's go do it. I'm all excited for it. I thought their acting, the two of them, were fantastic. It was cheesy, but guess what? It worked. Oh yeah, that part was great. <laughs> you know. Anyway, continue. They they sold the shit out of it. Like all three of them, or actually, excuse me, all four of them sold the shit out of it. But it was just something that it didn't make sense to me why it was on the show. Oh, it made no sense. <laughs> it made zero sense to me why it was there and on the show because I was like, what? And they set it up with Alba basically cutting a promo challenging them to come find her at this haunted house place, and she's all done up. It, and I'm sorry, I got Thunder Rosa vibes off of Alba Rain. I'm just going to say it. With the half-face makeup. Alba Fire. Or, excuse me, Alba Fire, yes. Too many Albas. <laughs> Too many Albas. But anyway, um, got very much a Thunder Rosa vibe with the makeup. Mm-hmm. I can see that. But yeah, I just, I'm not sure why they did this. Other than for because reasons. Because there were, I think, other t- two other matches that were supposed to be on the show that... No, I, no. I, this was planned because it was Halloween, ha- ha- Halloween Havoc. They wanted some something. Um, But... In the end, basically, Alba captures Mandy, kidnaps Mandy, throws her in the back of this Land Rover as Gigi and JC are trying to save Mandy, and Alba drives off. And it was a long drive, because Alba rolls up as the ambulance is pulling away with Damien Kemp inside, and she and Mandy fight in the parking lot um, in true NXT fashion. They fight their way into the building, and were able to do the singles match for the NXT Women's Championship with Mandy Rose defeating Albafire by pinfall after JC and Gigi somehow magically got back to the building um, and helped Mandy out. I don't know if you needed... There was a lot of smoke and mirrors in this. I don't know if you needed that many. I think it's actually a discredit to Mandy for doing it like this. Because you've built Mandy as such a strong character, and I understand that Alba is a very strong challenger. But if you want to have her continue to look strong, you need to have her beat people's asses like she has in the past. Like, Mandy's proven herself. She can handle herself in the ring. She doesn't need Gigi. She doesn't need JC. She can take care of business on her own. And as for Alba, you didn't really need to do the gimmick of her chasing the three of them through a haunted house to get to Mandy to get to the building. Like, it just, it was, it was overproduced in my opinion. I'm sure some people loved it, and if you loved it, I I respect you wholeheartedly. This did absolutely nothing for me, because it was like... Because for me, it actually took me out of the show, because they put it on right after um, Wesley won the title, and so you cut to this interlude of the girls rolling up to the haunted house, and it was one continuous thing. It wasn't something where they cut it up and inserted it into the show, which to me would have been smarter to make this make more sense. Is you have Alba make the challenge, and then Toxic Attraction shows up, they go into the haunted house, and then you have the full thing. Like, you sh- you should have cut it up and had it throughout the night, because that's, I feel like, kind of what they did with Cameron and Dexter to an extent, is they cut some of it up, because Cameron was running around the house. Yeah, and that was more of a, that was on TV, so you had to spread it out more. But I feel like it would have benefited them here, as opposed to watching this one thing, because a lot of it is, what is going on? That was 90% of be sitting here watching this. It's like, what are we doing? Why are we here? What is going on? 
what is this what does this have to do with anything it's it's a singles match for the nxt women's championship it's not a spin the wheel it's not a haunted house match it's not a um house of horrors match it's not anything like that but they're all they're all fighting in this house while people in makeup watch so it's kind of like i get what they were going for but i don't think it worked yeah I'm with you. Like, there were some good spots with the acting. The makeup was good on the monsters. The atmosphere was really great. Like, wherever they shot it was really cool. Like, there were some good things that happened here, but just the the ultimate execution of the whole thing was kind of lacking to me. Like, I feel like if they had set it up better, it would have made more sense. Yeah, I, I was looking more forward to the match itself than what we got. Yeah, especially considering Alba is a very good wrestler. Like, when they were in the ring, it was really good. I wanted to see yeah. more of it. Yeah, they only got seven minutes on the show. Everybody else got above ten. The women got seven. Which technically if you add the interlude of the um of the haunted house, they got more than ten. But that I feel like they did them a disservice by doing that and you should have just let them go. Um also on the show, I did not see these, so I can't really speak to these, but um Keanu James defeated Valentina Forez. That was and o- t- that was not on the actual show. Okay, well Wiki has it. <laughs> they might have been beforehand. Like, they might have, yeah, so beforehand, let's see, D indicates, yes, dark match, so those we, were your dark matches, yeah, they never were mind. Yeah, yeah. It's like, I don't remember seeing it here, hearing a word well, about them. I'm sitting here looking at it, and I'm like, I don't remember <laughs> this, because I started it with Wesley, and I was like, did I miss something on Peacock? Like, what happened? Never mind, it was a dark match, so. Yeah, <laughs> it was the dark match, yeah. Ignore the wikis. Ignore the wikis, so how did we do? I don't know, I don't have any records. I'm not the keeper. He has one job. One job. Brent! And I know he's not here to hear me yell at him. So then fine. We don't know how we did him pick him. So I guess that does it. We did awesome. We did awesome. Saturday night, midnight is CB Radio, CBRadio.com, GreatTheGreatDebate.com. Sunday, it's WTR Sunday, Russell Talk Radio, 10 p.m. Eastern, to preview Crown Jewel. There is no post show on Monday because baseball. And Lindsay has stuff. Yeah, I have to go pick these up at the airport. We'll be back next Thursday night, 10 p.m. Eastern, for to preview Crown Jewel and all the other fancy stuff we're going to do. It's Rock Radio Show on all social media platforms, wherever you get your podcasts. So it's Rock Radio Show. It's Apple, Stitcher, Google, Amazon. Just name it. It's right over there. Just do the thing. You can use... If you have Amazon Prime link to your Twitch account, it's called Prime Gaming. Support the channel by clicking that purple rectangle button below the screen, or you can use Critica Rocket Sock. Or Linz M. Ward in the Genshin Impact Store or the Epic Game Store. Because there's a new season of Genshin coming, too. Yes, on Tuesday. New banners aren't... Excuse me, dropping new Archons. All the things. Check it out. It's you. Oh, it's me? Yeah. Okay, you can follow me on Twitter at LinzWard, L-E-N-S-W-D. You can check out my Twitch channel, twitch.tv slash LinzWard, where I will be streaming Genshin. Yay! Including a new update. Um, so come check it out. Check out my YouTube channel, linsward.rockradioshow.com. Like, subscribe, ring the bell, do the things, please. I, I would be very happy if you would. And don't forget to check out our sponsor, mbgfilmsyoutube.com slash mbg1211. So for Rock, I'm Lindsay Ward. You've been listening to Rock right here on wildtalkradio.com. And we'll see you next week. Bye! Wild Talk Radio Network.